Today is one of those days where it is what I refer to as it's happening in real time. It's always helpful to be able to talk about how mindful coping can really help in the moment when things are happening in a way that we somehow are reacting or lost in thought or we're in we're lost in our own heads overthinking and reacting to whatever we think is going to happen what may happen or what is actually happened and even for that matter what has happened in the past where we can get really wrapped up in reliving events of the past today is one of those days where I'm actually on my way to meet with someone in a business setting and I'm not particularly look not particularly looking forward to it and it doesn't really matter you know the details the story don't really matter that much because that's just the story that is just the internal mind drama that I like to refer to it and there's nothing wrong with it it's very normal and human I'm not you know there's no judgment there because I catch myself doing it all the time and that's really what mindfulness practice is all about is being able to catch ourselves and I'm not saying that in a negative way but really the better way to say it I think at least a more effective way for me is to become more aware of those thoughts that I'm having I've never successfully been able to stop having them the thoughts what, what I'm speaking of and that's really not the idea it is really about being aware that we're doing it again and letting go of the need to believe everything we're thinking about how we're feeling so Today is one of those days. I'm actually en route, um, driving some distance to have a meeting, uh, and I'm not looking forward to it. And I have some reservations about it. And it, uh, there again, it's just, it's, you know, it doesn't really matter why that is. It's just the more important thing is life has this in it. These are things that happen fairly regularly. There are, I think we all, I've talked to enough people over the years to understand that it is, you know, quite a human universal experience or a universal human experience to be facing things that we're not really looking forward to for one reason or another. It could be a variety of multiple, you know, a multiple reasons. So this is something that's been building all week. There was something that happened. Uh, and there again, this is one of those situations where I, I've done everything I can possibly do. I really have tried my best. I've had good intentions. But when we deal with other personalities, sometimes other people have different agendas than we do. Sometimes people see things differently. Even if I think that I have something that's very, very positive and potentially very beneficial for someone, it doesn't mean that they are always going to see what I see or believe what I believe, or that they're willing to buy into that vision. And it's not just me. This can happen to anyone. I've had my time, certainly, where someone has brought that to me, and I have not been able to really see what they're seeing. And I always want to be conscious of that because I know I I want to remember what it feels like to be the person who has worked really hard to come up with an idea or a way of approaching something that, you know, while we can't always prove the, the things that we believe, that we know that it's, you know, it's, it's as well thought out as it possibly can be because we are human beings and we really can't predict the future and there's just no way to know. So, so much of life is about taking risks and we clearly, 
want to take the risk, you know, the most calculated risks that we possibly can. I certainly don't want to avoid risk and I don't want to advise anyone else to either. It's just a matter of taking the right risks. And there again, I can't even point to what the right ones are. It's just there again, it's just a belief. So here I am, basically. This is the best way I can put it. I am actually speaking about something that I'm living in real time. And the only way for me to really process this is to take a deeper look and talk about it. And this is really just a way of me verbalizing, you know, the thoughts that I the thoughts that I am having and then really taking a deeper look at what the truth is and what the realities are, you know, behind all the thinking that there can be a tendency to do in situations like this. So essentially here I am faced with there are negative emotions that I'm feeling. I don't really necessarily feel like it's necessary to label them because that's just me taking a guess as to what I think it is. I I have no way of knowing. And so I'm finding myself having various thoughts about these negative feelings. And a lot of this is about whatever beliefs I am holding on to about whatever it is that I have done for this person, whatever ideas I have for them, whatever my intentions are, whatever I feel like would be best in terms of the way forward and the way that, that we should proceed. And I have already taken actions to, to, to get those things into motion. And sometimes, like it or not, and as much as I don't want to admit it, sometimes I can expend time and energy and effort and it's going to be met with uh, indifference. It's going to be met with doubt, skepticism, or even taking a step further, it could be to the point that you know someone does not really buy into or see what I'm seeing and does not want to move forward with me in what I think is the best way to proceed. And so all week long, I have continued to have thoughts about how I thought this should have, you know, how I thought this should have gone. And when I talked last week about how we have struggles that come from feeling defeated because of all the thoughts that we have had about how we thought that something should be, and it isn't. And despite our best efforts, you know, what we wanted to have happen did not happen. And what really causes all of those, all of the negative reactions that we have, all of the emotional struggles that come from that really arise when on the front end, kind of like what I'm talking about this morning, I'm basically, I've kind of come through an entire cycle of this and now I am in a, I'm now in a place where I guess, and this is kind of just occurring to me as I'm speaking this, these words that I'm beginning a new cycle of this. You know, last week I was talking about something not in my life or thing or things not going the way that, you know, that I had hoped or expected or needed them to go. And it's a, it was about all of the struggles and suffering that I caused for myself through my negative reactions, through resisting how things actually were. Things did not go my way. Things didn't turn out the way in which I had hoped. I did not get what I had hoped to get out of a situation. Um, things didn't turn out the way I had hoped. And so then there's all the struggling with all the self-defeating thoughts that come along with that. And now here I am. I'm basically in a brand new, in a fresh new cycle. It's almost in a way, it's like it's a rebirth. Now I'm essentially 
going into yet another one of these situations. And the best thing for me to do really would be to be aware of that. And that's where mindfulness practice comes in. So in other words, I'm aware of the fact that I have some sort of hopes, or I did. I think I'm in the process of letting those go now. But I clearly believed that if I did certain things and put together a vision that really was, you know, that really made what I believed made the most sense and was the most rational, well-thought-out plan of action and began to execute that on someone else's behalf, that they would believe in this as well. And, and in this case, what had happened was I had done that and they were happy with that. And when they basically found out that it was going to take uh, you know, it was, going, it was going to be tougher than they originally thought. It was going to require more resources, you know, and I, and I told them what I told them, but ultimately people hear what they want to hear. And when you get to that point where they begin to really hear you finally and realize that it's going to take more than they wanted to believe that it would, and in this case, this is something where someone already already agreed to, you know, a certain amount of resources that it was going to take to get us from point A to point B, and then midstream, halfway through the process, then they decide they just they, they, they no longer want to expend those resources. And it happens very frequently. We're human beings. We change our minds. We feel differently. And years ago, I used to really struggle with this because I saw it as rejection. I saw it as someone turning on me. Now what I realize is it's just being human. And while it is painful to have someone who you thought was with you and going the same direction as you and on board with you to suddenly begin to change their mind and question everything when progress is actually being made, there again, I have to admit that it's human. It's This is natural. I've done it myself. I just want to be more aware of when I do it in the future that I am not only causing difficulties for myself when I begin to doubt what it is that I really am committed to, but I want to be aware of this uh, of the effect that this has on other people, and I want to make sure that I am actually sensitive to the way that I communicate with someone instead of leaving them, you know, so quote-unquote twisting in the wind and not really knowing what I'm thinking. And that's really what's going on here. I mean, that's that's as much detail as I really want to get into that I don't really know what this person is thinking. I don't really know where they are. And because of that, I can, I can if I'm not careful, I can get locked in a loop of just, you know, of obsessive thoughts and speculation about what I think they're thinking and about how I think they feel about all this. Instead of, and I realize I can do that all day long, and it really won't resolve anything. And so I've spent a pretty good amount of time this week catching myself. I didn't really get necessarily carried away with it. I, you know, I did not, I will not say that I spent, you know, hours and hours lost in thought about this. But it did. it is something that regularly, you know, every day this past week, since I became aware that their feelings have changed somehow or the signals that they're giving me are, or, or sound or look different, that it, it, it has continued to creep into my consciousness. And there will be a little bit of thought suddenly. And then I become aware of the fact that I am contracting emotionally. I'm beginning to sort of feel tight uh, in terms of my, you know, just... I'm bracing, bracing against something, 
emotionally, and then it leads to, you know, I'm contracting physically, then suddenly I'm kind of trying to protect myself physically and emotionally, and it's not, this is something that's very subtle, it's not like I'm really like hiding under a table or bracing myself physically, but it, it, you know, these kind of things do seep into our interactions with other people. This, these kinds of things are very, very subtle, but they do affect us at a very deep level. It, it affects the way that I relate to others, you know, when I'm thinking about these things, when I get lost in my head about, the, about these things. And so where mindfulness practice really helps is I want to be aware as soon as possible because the longer that I allow myself to do this and the longer that I'm stuck in believing everything I'm thinking about how I'm feeling, those are moments I never get back. I'm not really here. In, I'm not really in the here and now really being able to be grateful for and experiencing what's really going on because I'm too busy thinking about this meeting that I'm going to have Friday and imagining that I know what the outcome is going to be. And of, of course, I mean, it's, it's, it's very human and natural uh, to expect the worst. And I've done plenty of that this week. I have already kind of, you know, developed contingency plans based on what I'm going to do when, you know, you know, when this thing really turns negative the way that I think it very well could, what I'm going to do about it. And it, and it really is, honestly, it's silly. And I'm not saying that in a way of just, you know, being disrespectful to myself. But it really, when you think about it, it is silly because I'm wasting all kinds of time and energy. I'm putting myself, I'm running myself through all of these emotional states based on something that has not even happened yet and very likely may not happen. I'm, I, I admit it. I may go in there today and what I may find is that everything is fine and that nothing is really wrong and that nothing has really changed because human beings do this sometimes people just change. I'm not saying that I want to cling to that. I don't even really want to hope for that because if I do, then I'm just setting myself up for somehow I'm clinging to a need for something to go a certain way. And I don't want to do that either. What I do want to do is I want to be able to just simply realize that I can't resolve this situation and that's and I think sometimes that's what makes things so difficult as human beings is we want to resolve things we want you know whatever ambiguity in a situation whatever potential conflict there is in a situation when things don't feel like everything is okay we want a resolution sooner than later because it doesn't feel good to be up in the air so to speak it doesn't feel good to be uncertain about where things stand. But unfortunately and fortunately, as human beings, we're faced with that many, many times in our lives. And the reason why I say it's also fortunate is because of the fact that it gets us more... I'm not saying that we should go looking for this uncertainty or that we should crave it or want it or need it, but it really does allow us to be more alive if, if we can really sit with the fact that we don't really know what's going to happen it gives us the ability to just be more awake and be more in the here and now. And if I'm in the more in the here and now, not in a panicked way, not in a fearful way, but just in a way of just really kind of taking one breath at a time and dealing with things as they happen. And sometimes that uncertainty allows us to be here more and it allows us to be in the present moment more if we are, you know, if we're hearing that signal. 
So now what I really want to do is I just really want to continue. And there again, I've had, you know, over a week to process this. And I know and if I look at this one way, it can feel like it's torturous because all I'm doing is dreading, you know, in this case, I'm dreading today, which is Friday. And I'm really not wanting to go through with, with, with having to find out how this all plays out. And so I could have spent this week completely locked up and paralyzed in fear. I could have spent this week not being able to really pay attention to the good things that were going on around me or any of the things that were not so good that I could have had a hand in making better because I'm too busy living, you know, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm already living in Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm too busy to deal with Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and Thursday because I'm, I'm here. And the fact is I wasn't here until now. And now I'm here, and now I'm on the way to something, and I really, honestly, should still not be wrapped up in all the thoughts about this. And so what I'm finding is that even now, minutes before whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and it's a, it's a, it's a full range of things that could happen. I could find myself basically not working for this particular firm anymore. I could find myself in a situation where things become even more strained and more tense, I could find myself in a situation where I could self-destruct and basically, you know, ruin any opportunity to fix this and to, for us to get back on the same page. Or I can go in and not brace myself so much and not be in such a defensive posture and just let whatever's going to happen, happen. I can let whatever these people are going to say to me, let them say it. No matter what it is, no matter how much I feel myself as they're saying what they're saying, and I feel myself reacting, it's pushing all of my emotional buttons. And I can start interrupting people, I can start defending myself, and really the sad part is I can start defending myself even if there's no need for me to be on the defensive. And so I want to be really open to the fact that there's no need for me, I need to check that at the door and leave that at the door. There's no reason for me to do that. And... Yes, it you know this things like this sometimes change our lives. Sometimes these kinds of situations change our livelihood. Sometimes they change our standard of living and our comfort, you know, the comforts that we possibly have been used to in certain in certain instances. And everyone is different. Everyone has, you know, lives life in a different in a different way. But it's all relative. We all we all have different dynamics in our lives. And the one thing that is universal is we all have the ability to choose how we're going to face uncertainty and you know what we're going to you know what we're going to believe about what we're thinking about how we're feeling and so what it really all boils down to is is that from a from a mindfulness standpoint i just simply need to be aware that i'm thinking these thoughts again and i can let go of them and then the question might be, well, what else is there to do? If, I, you know, if I'm not busy really trying to play this out in my mind and be ready, then what am I going to do? What do I do? I, I really can't. I, and I've had people say this to me before when they've been facing things like this. You know, what do I do? I can't really enjoy myself. I can't really live life because I'm too busy worrying about Friday. In this case, in, you know, in my case. And the sad thing about it is, is that it's very easy to get to a place where I could have spent this entire week not really enjoying anything, not really being grateful for what I do have. I could have missed out on all kinds of moments, but I, it, it, that, it didn't happen that way. 
And there again, I'm, I'm just a simple human being. I, there's nothing extraordinary about me at all. The only di- the only thing, if, if, if anything is different, and if this is available to any of us who want to practice it, I enabled myself or empowered myself through practicing mindfulness. And I had to sit with this all week. I could not speed up the clock. I could not make Friday come any sooner. Or if I was dreading today, I couldn't make it go any slower. Because that's the other side of the coin. I can basically dread something and get lost in clinging to you're almost hanging on the minute hand on the clock trying to slow it down and there's no need to do that either you know what I what I needed to do this week and there again I'm the only one you know we can only know that for ourselves what we need to do and what I needed to do this week was simply not develop this infrastructure of thoughts about what was going to happen today and what I also needed to do was I did not anytime I wanted to feel you know I had thoughts come up to feel like a victim or about how this wasn't fair about how you know how dare they say these things to me or not believe in this because I have worked so hard to to bring this you know we've made this much progress already and I know that already but it's you know there's no point in me investing in being busy being the person that's the victim and that somehow these people have sold me down the river and somehow they you know they no longer believe in this or believe in me because I you know then there's all the beliefs about how I'm not worthy and that what am I going to do now if I can't really and then I can begin to entertain thoughts of you know not really having the capabilities to be able to do what I do so and I think I've gone far enough with that but I mean this stuff really takes on a life of its own and it's like a snowball rolling downhill if I'm not careful and if I'm not, and, I, and all I really have to do to be careful, so to speak, is to be aware. And so this week, I mean, I, if I had a list, if I would have written down every, you know, impulse of thought that I had or wanted to have that, fe- that I felt like I needed to have, but I really didn't, you know, I would have a really long, exhaustive list. But what's beautiful about it is mindfulness practice enabled me to simply realize, okay, you know, there I go again. I'm feeling like the victim. I'm feeling like the person that's being treated unfairly. I feel like the person that's being put upon. I feel like the person who, you know, no matter what I do, it just isn't good enough. I mean, and all this stuff really at some level, on some level sounds ridiculous. You know, all of the self-pity that I can get myself into serves no purpose whatsoever. And regardless, I realize everybody feels differently about that. And this is by no means, this is not judging anyone who indulges in self-pity. I've been there. I've been that person many times. But I know that it really does me no good. It really does not increase the quality of my life in any way. And so the only way I can really deal with this is to just be more mindful that I'm doing it. And I can't stop it from happening. I can't stop the thoughts from coming up. But I can stop, you know, I can stop believing them. I can stop needing to pay attention to them. In other words, all I need to do is be aware that it happens and then just move on. The less that, you know, the less energy that I give to these these thoughts, the less that I give energy to these, you know, you know, internal reactions to what's going on out here in the world where I find myself, I can actually be more in life and from a coping standpoint, you know, when you when you start talking about mindful coping, that I, you know, and this week is one of those examples of that. I, you know, I was able to do other things this week that were meaningful. I was able to have moments of simple joy 
and meaning. I was able to have positive interactions with people and not carry any of the baggage of this fear and worry about what was going to happen today where I'm headed right now. I mean, even last night, I mean, there, you know, I could, I very easily could have fallen in the trap of laying my head on the pillow and spending all night tossing and turning, worrying about how this was going to go. I really have no idea how this is going to go. I have, you know, picked up on some negative vibes. I don't know if it's in my head. I don't know if I'm creating it or if it's the way that, you know, this person is communicating with me. I have no idea. I think that I might know, but those are just thoughts. And that's really the way I want to kind of bring all this together is, you know, yes, sometimes we do think we know. And there again, we think that we know how people feel. If they don't come out right out and tell us exactly how they feel, then we can begin an endless cycle of speculation about how we think they feel and then begin to torture ourselves emotionally with it and begin to play out scenarios that may or may not happen. So this week, every time I have caught myself and become aware that I'm starting to go there, so to speak, I just come back to the present moment. I decide, and really it's as simple as this, all I have to do is be aware of it and decide that I'm going to pay attention to something else. And I'm not trying to distract myself, I'm not trying to escape it, but there are so many other things in life that are happening right here, right now, that are real, that are really happening now, And I think I'm much better off, and this is just one person's opinion, I'm much better off really being fully invested in the here and now because I really can't change what's going to happen today. I just have to live today when it happens. And right now I'm not there yet. I'm on the way there, but I'm not there. And there's no point in me psychically being there somewhere that that this point in time has not occurred yet. There's no reason... I can't. I can only drive there so fast. I'm, you know, I'm moving in space and in time, and the only way that I can be there is when I arrive there. And so, if I can just kind of be open to whatever happens when I get there, and there again, you know, the mindfulness practice is going to be really important this morning. I'm going to need to be aware of the fact and paying attention to my mind because it's very likely if this goes a certain way, I can really get wrapped up in my emotional reactions to this and begin to defend myself unnecessarily. There are times, clearly, I'm not saying that we should never defend ourselves, but a lot of the time what happens is that we defend ourselves without the word, you know, there's no need to do it. And so that's what I want to be aware of. If I'm doing that needlessly, then there's really no point in it. And the, you know, mindful coping, there again, I want to be able to be open to whatever this person or these people say to me and try to figure out a way to move forward that's beneficial for all of us. And the only way I can really do that is if I'm not somewhere in my head lost in thought. And ultimately, if I, if I can really not be buying into any expectations of how I think this needs to go, because it doesn't matter how I think it needs to go. It doesn't matter what my hopes are or my dreams are for how this goes. Whatever outcome that I think is the best, all that is is just my it's just a notion in my head about how I think this should be and I'm not in charge of that I never have been and I never will be all I can do is play my part all I can do is do my best and mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice is what helps me to be able to do what I just mentioned 
to do my best and to do my part and knowing that I can't control all of this. It's beyond my it's beyond my ability because I'm just one human being. All I can do is all I can do. And that's that has to be enough. And this practice allows me to more fully do what it is that I'm able to do and be here now where it's all happening.